Uh, I'm Karen. And I'm Lauren. Uh, and this is Downstage Left Podcast, where we talk a little, laugh a lot, and know nothing. We're doing it. We're doing it. How's it going, Lauren? It's great, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't sure. know. <laughs> no, no. It's all good. Are you... Uh, we're coming up on the Halloween season. You... Yeah. Love Halloween. I love Halloween. I... I hate it. I just truly hate it. Yeah. Um, but in a like fine way. Um, so you're not doing a costume. This no. Time. And in fact, I had to go to a work function in which we were asked to sort of dress up. Mm. Uh, and I put a hockey jersey on. Lovely. But then our other, my other coworker who does uh, like our AV and our marketing, he also had a hockey jersey on. So we were like AV team, we're hockey right up. Yeah. yeah, it was great. <laughs> That's lovely. Uh, what do you have any? I know usually you go all out, but I, I know do. pandemic has like. No uh, man, I I'm going all out. So okay. we're doing we're doing a Halloween party at our house, a small one, like okay. not a crazy one, but like you know just a few friends. Um, for that party, my costume is going to be. Uh, huh. So I really love polka dots. We all know this. Sure. And we watched the most recent Suicide Squad film that came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a character who was a Batman villain originally yes. named Polka Dot Man. Yes. And I was like, this is amazing. So uh, I did a little searching on the internet. You cannot find a Polka Dot Man costume anywhere. Which is... Well, that's interesting. Because <laughs> that movie did well. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm making my own. Um, but it hurt. it's going to be Polka Dot Woman. I like it. Yeah. And it's just a... It's a white t-shirt dress with like circles of felt glued to nice. it. Nice. And it's... Um, that and then, character yeah. also had... Terrible, terrible mommy issues. Oh, Are sure. you bringing that into your costume? No, I'm not intended to bring the mom. Good, really, great. just the sure. I've met your colors. mom. She's lovely. She's great. Um, She's a cool lady. Yeah, and then for school, we're gonna. My team is gonna be pirates. So the, oh, okay. The elected oh, teachers team. are all pirates. Nice. I like it. Uh, no, I plan to not do anything. Uh, I don't enjoy this holiday. I think it's um, silly. As a child, actually, in Love relation it. to our podcast, as a child, I was Phantom of the Opera for like oh. six years in a row. Amazing. And then transferred over to a bum in which I just burnt a cork and put like a fake beard on my face and like bratty clothing and then was a bum for several years. And then in college, again, because in college you have to like, that's one of the biggest parties of the year. Yeah. Uh, I was like a doctor because I got to wear scrubs for the night Comfy. and you could put like a hoodie under. It was very comfortable. Yeah. Um, that is my extent of what I will do for <laughs> Halloween. And as an adult, find it silly. Love to carve a pumpkin. Sure. Have no time. For that, maybe we will put because you, I feel like, uh, in years past, have done very impressive costumes. Thank you. So maybe we'll throw some up on the socials, and I'll throw up some pumpkins or something that oh, I've yeah. carved because I feel like I do a good pumpkin. But uh, we'll throw those up on the socials. So yeah, we can get some of my old costumes. Sure. Great. Follow us at Downstage Left PC on all the socials. On all the socials. Okay, so great. today we are talking about. Because this is like our spooky Halloween episode. Spooky Halloween. Sure. We are talking about theater superstitions. Which I love. Uh, which I, I do love too. And I think it's one of those things where, um, are you a superstitious person? Um, not about everything, but there are some things that I'm like, mm, I just get a little like antsy when, when certain superstitions get broken. Okay. Um, so like, you know, we like the trip, the typical ones, like, don't tell me good luck, please say break a life. Sure. That makes me a little nervous when someone's like, good luck. Although if they don't know about the superstition, I'm a little bit You're more fine. forgiving. Um, I do not allow my students to say the Scottish play in sure. my class or in my theater at all because that one I am like weirdly I'm weird about that one that one's a pretty yeah. st- and we'll get into it so I am a superstitious person just in general yeah. so like I believe I don't like 13 I hate Friday the 13th mm-hmm. uh, if I see a black cat I'm not like kicking it <laughs> out of go. my way but I'm like going around it um, I have lucky things that I believe bring me luck 
Uh, I believe in it in sports. I like all those things. Like if I wear a shirt and they win, I wear that shirt until they lose. Like <laughs> that is how I am. So I, some of these, it's interesting. I found, um, I used the, <laughs> the good old internet, our favorite friend the and best. resource. You went into the internet. I went into the internet and there are 40, I found this list of 41, which I, I did not know there were 41. Nope. And some of these I'm going to tell you are dumb. So <laughs> I I thought we could kind of, and I know you have a little bit of a list, so I thought we could maybe go back and forth and see and, and just, you know, read compare. some of them and just compare and contrast and just, you know, Love the it. silliness Let's and give discuss. them a rating. Yep. So, uh, so this one made me very, this one, the very first one on this list made me laugh because also this list is uh, advertised as 41 theatrical superstitions you may not have heard of. Bro, we've heard of most of these. So, like, this list is a little bit of a lie. But the very... Sure. The very first one is some actors believe that sleeping with a script under their pillow will help them learn their lines faster. This is sometimes known as learning by diffusion. Okay, but isn't that just, like, a thing that we used to joke about all the time in school? Where you, like, put the textbook and it, like, osmosis is into your brain? Correct. I will give them points for saying diffusion because osmosis, I believe, is for liquids and water as opposed to information or other things. So, points for that. However, minus points for this is dumb. (laughs) Uh, This is not a thing. Nobody's doing this. No, no. uh, No, I've never done that. I'm going to maybe present it to my students in eighth grade to be like, hey, this is how you can learn your lines if you sure. want to try don't it. Sure, don't practice, don't, don't work anything. on it, but yeah. sleep with it under your face. <laughs> they always ask me, like, how, what's what's the best way to memorize your lines? And I, you know, it depends on the kind of learner you are, like, make flashcards, whatever. Sure. No, I'm just going to be like, put it under your pillow. Sleep on it. <laughs> yeah. Literally just sleep on, sleep it, on and it and then, like, hope and dream. All right, so that was, that was my first one. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, this next one is also kind of funny. Uh, rehearsing on Sunday is said to be very bad luck, Uh-oh. perhaps due to people being out late Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. Is sure. It, but is it like just rehearsal or like Like where you will just also? have a bad, well, that's the thing. Cause you perform on Sunday. It's I don't true. get that. Well, and you usually typically will have a, like a late Saturday. Yeah. Or yeah. a two day Saturday. Ugh. A two show Saturday in which you're extra tired. Um, this one was just very funny to me too, oh, because, uh, I feel like. It's just like one of those things where someone who didn't want to have a rehearsal on Sunday <laughs> was like, I think it's bad luck, you guys. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have no, a bad show. The are going to be really yeah. upset about it. Here's um, the thing. Uh, it, we are recording this on a Sunday. I know. And I have rehearsal later. You do. So, great. Which I think is hilarious. Yeah. Um, this one is one I have heard. This next one. A bad rehearsal for... A bad... I'm sorry. A bad dress rehearsal yeah, yeah, foretells yeah. a good opening night. Yeah, I've heard that one a lot, too. Of course. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. It, it says... I mean, it kind of goes on. It says, however, it has a tendency to be true in that cast and crew are scared straight by a bad dress rehearsal and therefore fix their mistakes by opening night. Alternatively, a director may offer this superstition to boost the confidence of their yeah. actors yeah. if they're disheartened by a bad dress. To be honest, that's how I've used it in sure. the past. I will say, like, I have been in shows where we've had an amazing dress, rehearsed final dress, yeah. and then opening night is a little bit not. So, sure. like, there, it does go both ways. I, like, see some merit in it, but also I feel like it's mostly just... The thing that like, you say where you're like, it. where you're like, don't be sad. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Although I, yeah, as a director, if we do have a bad dress rehearsal, I just freak out. Like that's the sure. only thing I'm doing. I am nervous and it'll be what it'll be. Sure. So. I, I don't disagree with that. Um, this next one has to do, this next couple have a, to do with color. Okay. And so it says it's bad luck to wear the color blue. Yes. Unless okay. countered by something silver. Yes. 
which is interesting. I don't get it, but um, all right. The color green is also considered to be unlucky. Sorry, Wicked. Whoops. Uh, and this is uh, this comes from uh, when performances were outside and wearing green would camouflage you into, like, a green background. <laughs> okay, great. So oh. I don't know if that's bad luck so much as just bad planning. Yeah, I would say, like, you just got to use your... Yeah, no, no, no. That's weird. Um, yeah, the blue thing is strange because uh, I guess back in the day blue dye was expensive. Sure. So, like, they yes. theaters would try and, like, make themselves look like they were... I don't know, man. That's an interesting one, because I feel like not a lot of people put stock in it anymore. I've worn a lot of blue costumes. Um, we put kids in blue all the time. Yeah. It's fine. Um, this other one was interesting, too, like, tagging on, is uh, green or yellow are seen as being very bad luck because they, they are the traditional symbols of the devil in the old miracle plays. What? Um... No. What? So what? You have you have you have three colors you just should not use ever. Well, and let's be real, Wicked has sailed past that. Luckily, it's indoors, so they I don't mean, camouflage. So, so you're like alphabet where? Sure. Where <laughs> if you had done it outside, you would have been like, "What's that black cape and hat just floating around?" <laughs> sure. Um, okay. Which I think is kind of hilarious. Um, I'm gonna skip some. I'm gonna skip around a little bit and going on our color theme. A yellow clarinet in the orchestra will bring disaster. Have you ever seen a yellow clarinet? Um, not in person. I so I played the clarinet sure. in high school. This is why I'm asking. You're yeah. like an expert. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a clarinet expert. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- when we were doing marching band stuff, a lot of us were like a, the people in our band that were like gonna be musicians when we grew up. Like sure. We, we bought wooden clarinets. Those right. are like the good of ones. Of course. Um, we, yes, I had a wooden oboe. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the plastic ones we would use for marching band and stuff. And there were, like, there was a website we all were, like, passing around where you could get a colored, like, a colorful clarinet. Oh, my gosh. Um, and it, they were, like, blue and purple. So I think I have seen, I've like, just browsing that website, I bet I've seen a yellow one. A yellow one. one. Okay. But I've never seen it in person. Why is this a superstition? I was going to say, <laughs> I've been to many concerts and many things. Never seen a yellow, like, no. definitely not professionally, where you would have someone in your pit as a potential professional. A professional with musician is a like yellow a clarinet. yellow clarinet. Um, so that's, yeah. that's a fun one. So yeah, so the, wow. Watch lots out for of colors. Guys. Sure, lots of colors to be aware of. I think, as you said, nowadays, pretty much done. Anything like, nobody, else? nobody subscribes to that. We put kids in blue, we put them in no, yellow, we put them in. If you subscribe to all of them, you have like six red, colors. Red and purple. Red, purple, orange. and you can use pink and maybe orange, and it's that's a sure. weird combination of colors. Uh, and nobody looks good in those colors. No, Just kidding. That's um, terrible. This one was interesting. A peacock feather should never be brought on stage, either as a costume element prop or part of a set, as chaos will ensue. I have that one too on my sure. list. And like, the kids are always like, what does that mean? And sure, what amazing. does it mean? I did I not... Know. Here's the thing. This is the part where, like, do your own research because we have not. Yeah. If this is just a list, but I perhaps we'll look into that one. But that one to me was funny because... Sure, why would you have that? Like, Well, I, I have a little do bit you of do clue? It. Yeah. Okay. You do clue. <laughs> That's the time where it's okay. It says that... Um, it, my slideshow that I use with the kids says sure. that it's believed that... Um, the eye of the peacock feather represents the oh, evil eye. Sure, that so. but that is also to me not a theater superstition. I believe that is just a regular That's superstition. A world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, um, but it does say their manifest manifestation on stage is believed to believed to have caused uh, sets to collapse, ooh. theaters to catch fire, and <laughs> other disasters. 
So sure. okay. tenth fate a little. Here's sure. Something. Our school has had three fires this year. Yeah, my school. You're really. So I'm gonna have, avoid those peacocks. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing where, uh, like a crew errantly like dropped a cigarette and that's you know back in the day when theaters were made of like asbestos and stuff and it like went up and they were like well i saw a peacock feather on stage and i'm pretty sure that's what happened and they're and you're like you're right gene there was a peacock feather good job i don't know that's my made-up person so um the next one on my list is it's bad luck to have mirrors on stage having mirrors on stage uh to be avoided where possible because in ancient times it was believed that looking into a mirror could open up your soul to the devil sure and actors are well known for being terribly vain, so if a mirror is visible, they will spend more time looking at themselves than the audience. Which is and let's, let's be real. I was just going to say, that's true. That's um, and also, just in reality, uh, this goes on, and I agree, having a mirror on stage is a lighting nightmare. Oh, it is. Uh, you sure. just cause reflective nonsense into the audience, and it's a big pain in the butt. Even but you don't want to like blind your audience all the time? Correct. Yeah. Um, that one, though, is funny that I, I, I thought this one made me chuckle because actors are vain and if you do put a mirror on stage they will, they will give a little it. check as they walk by or, or like no offense actors it'll be just uh, yeah it'll be a distracting thing i feel like if there was a mirror on stage when i was there i would get distracted by what's going on and then be like oh man my lines are what i don't know sure well um, you're like i'm looking great also is it on. is it me do or I is like why is my hair like sticking sure yeah. sure um i will say too i feel like the mirror thing like leads into the risk of breaking the mirror which yes. will lead to seven years of bad luck correct and that is the other thing is yeah. it's unlucky to have that because uh yes all the unlucky things that come with mirrors uh this one i thought so now we're this it, it does it's not broken into sections my list but it gets into some like uh dressing room things. Oh. Um there was one about the green room. That's the one I skipped because it was like don't have a cluttered green room that someone is using as their home. And I was like that's not really a bad luck thing. Well, that's that's just really just like weird. good management. Like please don't make the green don't room messy. Live in the green room. Uh this one is so these next couple it's considered unlucky to have another person look into the mirror over your shoulder while you are on stage or making up getting ready before the show because misfortune is sure to befall the person being overlooked. Oh. This may come from the belief that the undead have no reflection. Don't know what any of that means. I've never heard that before. That one I also have never heard. The undead? Well, I mean, like, if you think about vampires, like, old school, like, Dracula. Sure. Like, no no reflection. So maybe there's something to be said for that, but I've never heard that before. So, and I'm going to tell you, I've had many a makeup room where people are looking over other people because we we have, like, four mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This one, you should use... You should use a rabbit's foot to apply makeup. No, that's not uh, sanitary. You should never clean your makeup box. That's also not sanitary. And you should never wear brand new makeup on opening night. I mean, that is sanitary, but I have done that before. I don't <laughs> <Sure>. know. Sure. <laughs> well, this one made what? me chuckle because I was like, this is like an old-timey one where surely at this day, at this point in 2021, we're not saying go get a rabbit's foot and get that makeup cool. on. That's like gross. That's it's gross very gross. About. And yeah. the never clean your makeup box, I agree. Like, uh, I definitely Dude. am telling kids, clean up. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, no, no. Stay clean, you guys. That's sure. So gross. The other one uh, that, I, like I said, is kind of funny is never place shoes or hats on chairs or tables inside the dressing room. Okay. I've never heard that I've one. I've never heard that either. Does it say why? Just it does not. Do it. it just okay. says, don't do it, and then always exit the dressing room left foot first. Oh, I've never heard that either. That one I have heard. And that is like what? one of those silly superstitions that I do believe in. Really? Sure. And I've told my kids, we also, I mean, so right now in theater, I think lends itself very funnily to like, 
superstition. Like, it's oh, just yeah. built for it. You have, like, dramatic people who just, like, love that well, kind of thing. Yeah. And then it's storied in tradition. So, yeah. like, all those things pass on where, and also a need for explanation sometimes of, <laughs> yeah. like, why did that show go bad? Oh, Helen didn't use a rabbit's the foot. Ghost. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's all that kind of stuff. So, we're, I laugh right now, my program, the high school that I'm in right now, they have a makeup mannequin head named Linda. Don't like that. Sure. Linda has to be on a ledge uh, during shows. And if Linda is not on the ledge during shows, things go awry. And they have given me specific examples where, like, mic packs broke, Mm -hmm. a set piece broke, Mm -hmm. etc. And where was Linda? Not on the ledge. So, Linda... I mean, these kids have sort of manifested their own thing, but I'm going to tell you, Linda on the ledge, we had no problems. Sure. So. No, I, I do like that, like a localized superstition. Yeah. I feel like when I taught the high school that I was teaching in, there were also things like that, but I don't remember any of them. Sure. Um, but they were, yeah, I, I do like that kind of stuff. It's kind of neat. Um, I also think, too, like theaters, because they are meant to create illusions. Correct. Um, they, they do lend themselves to superstitions and ghost stories because yes. there's all of these like crevices you can hide in and, you know, curtains and all kinds of stuff that that exists that are meant to hide things from the audience, um, which is uh, why I love, I love theater. But yeah. Hey, I agree. Audience, if you have a localized superstition, please tell us about Send it. Send it in. Thank you. Uh, send it in to downstageleftpc at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Uh, this one made me laugh. Absolutely no knitting in the wings. What? And I was like... Sorry. Well, this one made me laugh because I feel like that's a thing now. Like, people knit all the time when you have... You're playing Fontaine and Les Mis, and (laughs) you have a whole... (laughs) You you don't go into the into the ensemble, but you do maybe, like, go get a drink or whatever, but you're knitting. You knit a sweater. So that one was funny where... Why? Did someone... Is it... Will you get stabbed? Like, what happens? Maybe. Maybe it's a thing where, like, you know, too much thing's going on, and knitting needle goes awry. Sure. Uh, So this one... This next one, uh, I have heard, and it's no whistling. Okay, I that one is on my list weirdly, and I um I kind of love the backstory. Sure, behind you go, it. you got it. Um, so <clears throat> back in the day, it says stagehands were um out of work sailors mm-hmm. uh, often, and um they used a bunch of like rope and stuff, you know, to like fly things and set pieces. Um, and people were raised and lowered, and uh, the sandbags and the strength of the rope would sort of come into play there, and so um. Now, if you are in a theater and you're whistling, um, it's said that if you're whistling, the stagehands of the past, the there ghosts, you go. Yep. will will understand that to be uh, some signal, and they'll drop a sandbag on your head. <laughs> like, sure, terrifying. Well, and that's the thing. So in the olden days, when the sailors were up there, it was the they used whistling as the signals to lower sets and yeah. scenery and all those things because that is how they did all the rigging and ropes and knots and stuff. So yes, uh, that one is that one cracks me up because I like to whistle. I don't sing and I don't hum, but I love to whistle a tune. So it has been a thing where where uh, I have to kind of school myself sometimes in a theater because I like to whistle. But You're gonna get something dropped I don't want to die uh, via yeah. ghost. Freak ghost. Um, which is a fantastic way to segue into all the ghost things. Oh, I love ghost um, stuff. Ghosts haunt theaters. The, the period. Sure. That's the thing. Uh, according to this, they should be given one night a week alone on stage. I've not which heard is, that one, but If I you think it. about which I guess is, I mean, theaters, professional theaters go dark one day a week. Yeah. 
surely that's for labor, but... I imagine there's a union law involved. Sure, <laughs> but maybe it's because these ghosts need time, and They're they like, gotta have a day. I have, we have a dress rehearsal we have to get through. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that one is interesting, and then the other one is, uh, that I've, this one I have heard, there should always be a light burning in an empty theater. Always yes. leave the ghost light on. You always have the ghost light. Which is called a ghost light. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's kind of a fun thing where, um, here's the thing. It's also... Again, if you're stepping away from the sort of superstition, fantastical side, it's practical. You yeah. should leave a light on because theaters are dangerous, and you don't want someone to fall into your pit or over a prop or into the wings, et cetera, et cetera. However, all of this sort of conventionally started, I think, because people were like, if you don't, the spooks come in, yeah. and, and they will run up. havoc. <laughs> yeah, they will screw up your stuff. Yeah. Uh, this article says, failure to provide the ghost light may anger them, leading to pranks or other mishaps. Naturally. Sure, you don't want an angry ghost. Uh, I also... We've all heard about what happens. They'll drop a chandelier on your head. Sure. We covered that in a previous episode. Take a listen. Uh, This one is interesting, too, because Thespis is a specific ghost that holds, according to this, holds a place of privilege in theater lore. And what has been estimated to be November 23rd, 534 BCE... Cool. Thespis of ancient Athens was the first person to speak lines as an individual character on stage, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. hence using the term thespian to refer to an individual actor. Any unexplainable mischief that befalls a production is likely to be blamed on Thespis, especially if it happens on November 23rd. Oh, I didn't know that. November 23rd was significant for Thespis. Sure. Interesting. I don't think I've ever done a show on the 23rd. Um, I'm, I believe that I have done a show on or around the 23rd. Sure. I don't think anything, but here's the thing. I mean, like, that article element says, like, any mishap that goes wrong can be blamed on Thespis. Any mishap that goes wrong can be blamed on, like, any of these things. Sure. Someone didn't use a rabbit's foot. Yeah. Uh, Rabbit's foot. They said the M word. Whatever, you know? uh, We're getting to that. So, uh, to wish someone good luck before a show is bad luck. I think this is probably, like, the most well-known one. Yeah. There's a song about it. Okay. <laughs> in the um, producers, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, I to me, this one is, everybody knows, you don't say good luck, you say break a leg. Yeah. Um, if you're being, if you're a dad, you might say, break both legs. Uh, it's a fun, yeah. hilarious joke for <laughs> people to say. i uh, So, you know, that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, it, this gives a little history in which it, it assumes that in Shakespearean times, mm-hmm. break meant to bend. So to bend your leg meant to take a lot of bows. Yeah, I've heard like about a thousand different origins. That's a pretty loose interpretation. (laughs) I feel like, like, all right. No, I've heard that one. I've also heard that, um, which this feels like a little bit of a stretch to me because they wouldn't refer to curtains as legs, right? But like in my understanding of a leg, it is not a curtain that closes, right? But, um getting multiple like curtain calls would mean like you would open and curtain close the curtain oh, so I much see, I that see. it would break. I've also heard like a very dark one that like back in like Greek theater uh, there was blood everywhere on the stage and sure. vomit and things and if you had a successful performance because you committed so hard you would slip it's and fall. It's very bloody and vomity. Yeah and you okay. would slip and fall. And, sure. Yeah. That one's gross. Um, gross. But <laughs> what a fun time and uh, I agree with you and this one I you know I I don't yell good luck to my people no. but uh, if it is someone who truly is like this is my first time what's theater I, I put less stock in it. Yeah, I if they don't know, or like if it's like a friend that is like non well wishing, yeah, yeah, like thank you so much for your well wishes. I'm not gonna be like, how dare you? Sure, <laughs> that's too uh, far. 
I agree. This next one is companies should not practice doing their bows before they deserve them, before oh. they feel they deserve them. Uh, here's what I'm going to tell you. As you know, uh, and anyone, I hate choreographing bows. It's uh, I hate it. I leave it to the last minute every time. Maybe I've been leaving it to the last minute because I feel it's bad luck. Just you kidding. internalize the superstition so much. I didn't even know. No, just yeah. kidding. I just hate doing it. But... Uh, this one is interesting because, like, I run, we both work with, like, kid cat, like, mostly, like, students. Yeah, students. Where you practice. have to practice this. They cannot just come they out willy-nilly yeah. and bow. Yeah. So, surely that one has to be gone. I will say I also leave bows until, like, tech, but not because I believe in the superstition that mm-hmm. I just heard about today. Um, but because I, it's, like, my last priority. You know what I mean? Like, and the kids always ask about it. They're like, what are we going to bows? And I'm like later yeah. because we ain't got time like you have to fix the scene that you don't know yet like yeah. please fix that first and then we'll bow so maybe maybe I have also internalized the superstition sure. um, because I prioritize different. Um, well again mine is just laziness and I don't <laughs> like doing it uh, and that's that uh, coming up uh, sort of that's a not a well known one but the saying good luck one not saying Macbeth in the theater yeah. I think is the other big the like big theater peeps know this for sure yeah um, and I, this is one of those interesting things where, uh, the sort of history of it comes from, uh, saying Macbeth in a theater will bring, immediately bring bad luck because according to folklore, the play's history of bad luck began at its very first performance circa 1606 mm-hmm. when the actor scheduled to portray Lady Macbeth died suddenly and Shakespeare was re- forced to replace him. Yeah. Um, I have heard this one a thousand times. We currently are doing a show that involves that play. Um, and we have, you know, we have to practice the lines, even though we're, you know, we're not, we're not quite doing it. It's a, it's in the play within the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have just been saying McDonald, <laughs> uh, and, and, and saying, and now we present McDonald, McDonald, McDonald. We say McDuff. We feel okay about that. Sure. But then we say McDonald for the rest of it, just until we get yeah. to performance. So, um, that one, what have you heard? Because there's ways to counteract it. Yes. So my students, they wanted to try it. Oh. And I was like, that's really cute. Because um, like, sure. there are ways to, to counteract it um, that I have heard here. Yes. Um, and they include, purifying rituals include, sorry. No, no, that's okay. Um, the curse bringer spinning around 11 times, apologizing to Dionysus. Yep. Um, leaving the theater and being invited back in. Yes. And quoting A Midsummer Night's Dream. So my students really wanted to say it, okay. and they were like, "How can we? Would you mind if we counteracted it?" And I was like, "Sure, you can pick one of these things." And surprisingly, a lot of them were like, "We want to quote Midsummer," and I was like, "Great!" So I pulled up like just a bunch of Midsummer quotes, put them on the board, and Fun. they were like, "We're gonna say Macbeth," and then I just started reading Shakespeare off my board. It was the cutest okay. thing. I really enjoyed their enthusiasm. So my list also has you can rectify the mistake by uh, the person is required to leave the theater building. Spit, curse, and spin three times mm-hmm. before begging to be allowed back in. Oh, oh, that's more in depth than um, that. <laughs> as you said, well, this one is less specific. Uh, reciting a line from another Shakespearean work, brushing oneself off, running around the theater counterclockwise, or spitting—I'm sorry—or repeating the name three times while tapping their left shoulder. Interesting. I, I think I've heard something with the. I've heard the running. I've heard the running around the building. Yeah, I've heard that one too. I feel like I, when I was in high school, I was like the Rachel Berry of my high school. Sure. And I used to make people run around the theater when they said it because they would say it just to get a rise out of me. And okay. I was like, well, I'm the president of or the vice president of our company, so go outside and come back and run around and. 
no one listening. Sure. So that's it's, here's the thing. Is it a fun time? Yes. Is it a sad time? Like, right now, again, we're doing a play within a play that says it. Yeah. So we, again, McDonald, fine. But I don't have time for kids to run around the building no. sometimes. That's just a disruptive thing. So I'll take any of these other ones. I guess the spinning one... I mean, if you have, like, a midsummer quote just in your back pocket, you can, like, mutter backstage. Well, That's interestingly, like okay we quote a million other Shakespeare plays, so potentially we're just negating it. Maybe and you're it's okay. fine. We're good. Maybe that was the playwright was like, hey, listen, I know I've put this terrible word in here, but look, 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 all these other things that I've done for you. So maybe that's part of it. Maybe. Okay. So, uh, this one is interesting. It is bad luck to complete a performance of a play without an audience in attendance. So one should never say the last line of play of a play during rehearsals. To get around this, some production companies allow a limited number of people, usually friends, family, and reviewers, to attend the dress rehearsals. I've never heard this one. I've never heard of that one either, and I'm going to say, again... It's kind of silly. <laughs> we have to say, I mean, you how do you rehearse? You've got to entirety. What? No. Ugh. I don't like that one. That one's dumb. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, let's see. Skipping some of these. <laughs> if a doll of a baby no. is ever used during a no. play, superstition dictates that whenever it is off stage in the wings, it should be placed face down. Ew, what? This stems from ancient China, where it was believed that if a baby doll is left face up, ghostly a ghostly spirit that resides in each doll oh, will I be let this. loose to cause havoc. everything about this. Sure. That what? is a rough one. Oh, no. Oh, I don't like anything about that. That's a oh. that's a pretty rough run. Well, in, in oh. sure, Terrifying. is that in all baby dolls? I, hmm, I don't. I, I mean, don't I don't know. have any dolls, so like but I feel good. I. But like, oh, should I? Should we be telling friends that have kids like that kids? have dolls? Yeah. Like, should we? Oh. Sure, that one's a terrible one. That's I'm going to tell you. We just did a big clean out, and they found a doll, and they put it in the microwave. What? One of our what? prop microwaves. So okay, great. Maybe it's fine in there. Spirits can't get it. But what a terrible the thing to know. like, boxed it in. Here's sure. the thing. I, growing up, had this doll that was so realistic looking. Like, she had, like, the most lifelike face okay. ever. And I would carry her around grocery stores and stuff with my mom. And, like, people would think it was, like, a real baby. Nice. Um, and She was probably haunted. Um, sure. And... <laughs> I think all dolls are to some extent. Like, we don't have time in this podcast to get to that. No. But I'm going to tell you, I feel they are. And I have told you this story. Uh, My parents, when we all, like, moved out and everybody was out, they redid this room uh, into, like, a guest bedroom. And my nieces and nephews, you know, staying at Grandma and Grandma's. It was great. And my mom put this, like, old painting of a doll. No. uh, Or, like, a child, maybe. I don't know. On the wall. And then, like, a doll in the bed. It was, like, a little twin bed. Mm. And I... Well, this is where I am a jerk. I told all my nieces and nephews it was haunted. (laughs) And I was like, I wouldn't stay... I was like, I wouldn't stay in that room. The doll in the picture will come out and get you. No. Keeping in mind that they were, like, kind of young. And then they refused to sleep in that room. (laughs) And my mom finally like changed the decor and was so annoyed where she was like thanks a lot for that i had to redo that room room. sure she was like she was like i put this room together with like a lot of thought and you have now told the children it's haunted and they will not stay in that room alone and now we have to redo it so that they have a room to stay in when they come visit us and i was like you're welcome that's like a fun ant thing though anyway so but to my to be fair to me we don't know. That painting and the doll in there probably were haunted. So. They were having late night conversations about, like, how can we, like, Correct. Mess I did a up. favor to my family yeah. is what I'm saying. Okay, great. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you for your validation. <laughs> um, this one is interesting. Some actors believe that having a Bible on stage is unlucky. Oh. Often other books or prop books will be used with Bible covers. 
Interesting. Why does it say why? It does not say why. That's an interesting. Sorry, idea. Lord. Sorry, Jesus. We're so sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I'm trying to think if I've ever used a, an actual Bible on stage. I think I must have because I did Guys and Dolls, where you have a Bible. Was it a real one? I don't remember. Ooh, well, it was high school. It was a long time. Sure, it was a long time ago. Uh, to stumble over anything on making an entrance, the actor firmly believes will cause him or her to miss a cue or forget his lines. Ugh. Man, I'd be in big trouble. I am clumsy. Sure, you are clumsy. And here's the other thing. Is that just the thing where, once again, an actor, like, tripped and then screwed up and was like, it's the bad luck. <laughs> They're just trying to pass it off. Sure. Like, it totally wasn't my fault, you guys. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, let's see. Oh, this one is interesting. If an actor's costume catches on a piece of scenery as he or she goes on, he or she must immediately retrace their steps and make a new entrance or else suffer misfortunes of all sorts during the rest of the performance. Oh, oh, that's, uh, that's time consuming. I feel like. Sure. Right. Cause you're like, hang on. Uh, everyone wait. So I can just BRB. I <laughs> gotta go come back in. Go out, come back in. That's that's weird. I've never heard that either. And, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, right now in this time where we work in school theaters and stuff, not everything is sanded perfectly. And uh, No, we just built a set, and I'm going to tell you, uh, the kids are going to die. No, just kidding. They're going to be fine, but it is like... Just don't move too much. It's like, we got, there's... Well, it's just one of those things of... We, I've never heard this one before no. and have never done it. And I don't think, I don't think a lot of people are catching on scenery or things like that, but like occasionally it happens. I feel like it's definitely happened to me and people that I know for sure. Of course. And I've never had like a bad show because I'm like, oh man, my costume that one time got stuck and I forgot to go back and come back on. Of course. That's weird. Uh, if anything, you just untangled and kept going. Uh, yeah. Cause the show must go on. Bam. Remember this? Speaking of costumes, fresh paint and costumes are very flammable. So candles are obviously dangerous. Yes. Whoever is closest to the shortest of three candles burning together is soon to get married or die. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially the same thing. Let's be honest. I'm kidding. Oof. I'm kidding. Uh, happily married. Um, yeah, no, I have this one also, um, because you are supposed to cluster your candles in three, apparently. Right. Sure, that's um, good luck. Because, yeah, it's, I mean, the rule of three in general theater is generally just good. Yep. Um, but, yeah, if you're closest to the shore, what a, what a time. But also, what a fun choice, where you're, like, <laughs> you're either gonna very die. hopeful, where you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna get married, or, or gonna you're gonna us. drop dead. Um, <laughs> I think that is a fun time. Um, this one says... There, these tunes are all seen as being unlucky. Uh-oh. Three Blind Mice, The okay. Death March, and I Dreamt That I Dwelt in Marble Halls. And this article notes that that last one is surely not heard as much. I was going to say, I don't know what that don't is. Know. I don't well, know. Well, The Death March is interesting because what show has The Death March? I, You know what? I can see it being added to a straight show for comedic effect, right? Oh, sure. You know, if you're, like, going down, you're like, oh, wait, I don't remember this. Sure. I was about to try to hum it and realize that I was, in my mind, thinking of the Death Vader, Darth I, Vader, uh, Death The March. Imperial March? Yes. Yeah, I was, like, literally, like, dun, dun, dun. That's not right. Um, That's not right. But it's close to that. Yeah, it is. Because I think he... It's based off of that. John Williams took Correct. that inspiration because it's Wagner, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. So, what a fun time that we... I My mind was, like, bum, 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 bum. And I was it's, like, well, that's not right. Bum, 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 bum. You got it. it. We got it. We did it. <laughs> I found it. Uh, and listeners, 
very close to the Imperial March <laughs> so in close. Star Wars. Um, John Williams, you're a master. Uh, anyway, uh, that one's kind of a fun one. This one is interesting and says, in some companies, wearing the t-shirt of the play being produced b- before opening day is considered bad luck. Other companies, however, hold the exact opposite opinion and encourage their actors to wear the shirts because marketing. Yeah promotions that I, one feels like a newer one because like back in the day who, they didn't have show shirts like, they didn't have what? show shirts a man must be the first to enter a theater on opening night well wait a minute a similar theory as the one above a woman should never be the first to enter as it will mean the run will be cut short this feels like some sexist bullshit to me sure <laughs> sorry about it this one is that's like one of those silly <laughs> things where it's like who made some man made some that man up was like correct step back yeah Sure, let me go first. Uh, That one is a fun, silly one. Maybe, I guess, in the 21st century lens, uh, are we looking at it where, like, men, chivalry is dead, they don't have to hold the door open for a woman, they can go for it. Just kidding, it's silly. You should never look at the audience from the stage side of the curtain, i.e. sticking your head out to see who was there. No, because it's unprofessional AF. Sure, I don't think that's an unlucky thing. That's just, to me, of get away, what are you doing here, move away. Yeah. You should not, your face shouldn't be there. Correct. <laughs> yeah, go away. Uh, this I feel like is maybe more prevalent in, uh, like high school, like, oh my God. I always have to kick the high school kids out of the wings always. and say, cause they're always like, oh, is that my? and I'm always like, get away. No, I have the same issue in middle school. Um, yep. one time I like very specifically remember, like I gave the entire children, all the children a speech to be like, do not do that thing. And, uh, I had already given this one kid like three, two strikes, saw his, face stick out yeah. of the curtain and I kicked him out of the show and then he cried and his parents called and yelled at me. Oh. And I was like, hey, guess what? Three strikes. Get well, out of here. a fun time of that is like, kids, uh, if you can see them, they can see you. And really we want to continue the illusion that yes. you are in a show. So yeah, get no, away. All of these things I said to these children and still a face came out. Yes. So that was kind of the end of my original list. And then the second list I had, uh, one of the ones that I thought was interesting that I didn't read is uh, never give a performer flowers before a show. I have that one, too. I'm, yeah. It's like the, the first thing I mentioned. Yeah. Um, which is weird because the history is like uh, sometimes flowers were plucked from a graveyard. So <laughs> that well, don't give them dead flowers. I have one that says give the director a graveyard bouquet. Yeah. Before the show or after the show? No, when a theater production closes. Yeah. I feel like that's like... Like, if you give it to him before, you're, like, dooming it to close early. Sure. You know what I mean? Something weird like that. Um, it also says, back in the day, flowers were um, given at the end of the show to symbolize the death of the production, which is, like, what a... Pretty morbid. Dark, morbid thing. Sure. Yeah. Theater was kind of a weird, morbid time, I feel yeah. like, that we don't talk about enough, maybe. And it has come, like, a long way. I, I think I love, like I said, I love a superstition. I'm all yes. in. Some of these are bananas <laughs> some of these are absolutely ridiculous uh but like in an amazing fun way yeah but also just in general seem to be in my opinion a lot of these superstitions just seem to be explanations for like someone screwing up i agree i also do think though that like some some of the superstitions like the underlying theme is like yes. respect the space sure that's just all you gotta do absolutely so. uh I, but to me a lot of them are like why did you miss your cue? And you're like, oh, I was, I, my, th- my shirt got caught on the thing and I was backing up and coming back in and, oh, okay, I see. Sorry you had to wait on stage. Yeah. 
so that is, uh, listeners, that is our spooky time of our superstitions. I don't know if you had any more. I don't. I think we kind of, they're, they're kind of known. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and just in a fun way, you know, like I said, if you have your own, I kind of love to hear about company uh, superstitions and just what does that look like and uh, what what do you think makes a show go right? Love it. Uh, have you ever had anything go wrong only to find out someone didn't put Linda on the ledge? You know, those types of things. So good. Uh, we would love to hear about it. Send us your local superstitions. Send us your local superstitions. Send us your stories in general. We'd like to hear it. We might, you might get lucky. We might read about them. Who yeah. knows? I want to hear your audience say? stories. I want to hear your costume mishaps. I want to hear crazy stuff that happens on stage. Give them to me. Absolutely. So you can find us on Downstage Left PC on all the socials. That's our email. Downstageleftpodcast.com is the old website. Uh, you can listen to us anywhere podcasts are listened to. Uh, we're not, we don't have a rating one for this because we're not doing anything, but I would say uh, we covered these pretty darn well. So exit left, pursued by a ghost. 